Welcome to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. This is where you're going to discover how to bring awakening into the body and into everyday life through powerful tantric teachings. Get ready to release, open and step into your true power. Most of you know me, some of you may not. I'm Chantal Raven and I am super passionate about supporting people to be themselves, to live as fully as possible and really my journey from the corporate world and personal development world and a very heady world into Tantra that brought me into my body has been one of really discovering that Wow, the mind is the greatest distraction from being here and actually receiving what it is that we want and need. So I'm going to be, over the course of the next four days, really supporting you to know that you are worthy of the life that is most resonant with your heart, with your animal, with your consciousness, with your soul. I'm going to support you to expand your nervous system capacity to become an energetic match for that and to receive what you're receiving in that. However, I can take you to a place of receiving what it is that you truly long for and truly want. But once you get there, if you don't know the fundamental truth of freedom and love that exists at an embodied level, you're just going to keep chasing and we don't want that. So I'm going to expand on this love and freedom airy-fairy concept. But what I want you to feel is how many times in your life you have wanted something like a relationship, like a house, like a baby even, you know, marriage, a trip, a certain amount of money. And then when you get it, not a lot actually changes. And the mind is still bringing you along for a ride that's away from here. So if you can imagine that this body, right, that is a vessel for your soul, holds masculine and feminine energies, which most of you have already heard, right? And that actually when we're talking about alignment without the masculine truth of silence, you're not even, you, you won't even be able to feel what's in true alignment. And even if you've got everything you want and need and deeply long for, the noise is going to stop you from being fully present to it. Now, when I talk about silence, I'm not talking about the silence that needs no external noise or even your inner noise. I'm not saying that silence means that your mind needs to be silent, actually. And this is all a real head fuck that I had to get around 
that I'm going to gift you now. And if you get this, this next four days is going to change your life. And if you don't, all you're going to do after this four days is then start beating up on yourself about all the ways you're not in alignment. And you'll also start going fucking crazy with the chase and with what you're wanting and when are we getting it and how are we getting it? Because the mind likes to pull everything apart and the mind likes to see through the lenses of our wounding, especially our collective wounding, the rejection wound, the failure wound, the self-worth wound. So how do we really know that we're worthy of the life of our absolute dreams? How do we know that we're really worthy of having a relationship that's aligned with ease, joy, pleasure, and for me, service? So in general, I, when I'm working one-on-one with clients, the question that I ask when I'm talking about alignment is, what is in your ease, joy, and pleasure? And then if I know that service is something really important to them and in alignment with your service. So for me, Alignment cannot happen unless service is a part of that. So the question is, is my relationship aligned with joy, ease, pleasure, and service? Is my career aligned with that? Is my lifestyle aligned with that? Is my new home aligned with that? So I feel like everyone is fundamentally worthy of joy, ease, and pleasure. That's a given. So we should all be aligning to that. And then if you want to add service into that, you can. Yeah, or I might speak about it in terms of service and if service isn't important to you, drop it. Now, when I talk about ease, joy and pleasure, if you read that as being that living in alignment is going to mean that you're always feeling good, then change your framework right now. Alignment isn't doesn't mean that you're going to feel bliss all the time. Alignment doesn't mean that it's going to eradicate the self-sabotaging mechanisms that you have. Alignment doesn't mean that you're going to even be able to feel the goodness of that alignment, right? Mm. There are many people who could have an extraordinary relationship, an extraordinary career, an extraordinary lifestyle, and really be enjoying all the money they have, and it's all right there in front of them, but they don't have an inner silence that is not beating the fuck out of themselves or constantly striving or constantly analysing. So anyone who knows me knows that I don't look at silence as a spiritual practice where you go and sit in an ashram for two weeks in avoidance of life. I also don't think that saying I'm not this body and then not actually tending to it or treating it well and, you know, there's some extreme practices I've heard about where you let animals eat at your body just just to transcend that space of like I am this body. Just like a beautiful flower needs watering and tending to and is radiant when it's looked after, same, same with our body. And just as the essence of God and beauty radiates from a flower, so does the essence of our soul. And this body is the temple that houses this soul 
and is an important piece. So when I talk about silence, I'm talking about the spaciousness that you give to the parts of yourself and your emotions that come up, which you would usually resist. Because if we go into this next four days with you thinking that this is something else that's going to make you better, that you can use to try and get a handle on life, that you need to be somewhere that you're not, you're going to get nowhere near as much out of it. So each and every one of you is beautiful and amazing and fundamentally worthy of the life of your dreams exactly as you are. You don't have to wait to be in a different place to be a practitioner, to have an incredible relationship, to have a million dollars in the bank. And, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking about wants and desires, obviously they're through the lenses of my subjectivity, right? And the things that I want. So you want whatever you want. Maybe you want a simple chalet in the forest and enough money to look after yourself and your body, you know, and that's it. Maybe you want 100K a year. Maybe you want 500K a year. Maybe you want to be a millionaire. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's just that whatever it is, you just need to know that you're going to get there and that you're worthy of that, right? Sounds simple. But if you listen to what I'm sharing over the course of the next four days and become devoted to something other than the mind and to have allegiance with something other than the mind, then the formless and the form will connect. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of extremist non-dual teachings that are taking us into the formless and into the truth that, you know, all of there is a truth that all of this is an illusion, that we're eternal spirit and we exist in another dimension. Right. And we're going to play in that dimension. We're definitely going to play in that dimension because it's in that dimension and that quantum field that anything can be received. Anything can be created. Anything can be healed. Anything can be expanded into and anything can be felt. Mm. Right. So it's important. The formless is important, but this form is also important. This form needs tending to and looking after and worshipping. And in order to look after yourself, and everyone has different versions of taking care of themselves, but by the time you get to 45, and the older woman will know this, and by the time you've been around a bit and seen lots of clients, you realize that the best way you can look after yourself is to stop having allegiance to the mind and a devotion to the mind that is misplaced and creates so much fucking stress that you look like shit anyway and that people can see through the makeup, the dress up, the Botox, the whatever you're doing to not die really, not let the identity die. And the and really the path is that there's all of these layers to our identity, right? And our identity is not bad. Our ego is not bad. The mind is not bad. It's us being devoted to that and having allegiance to that rather than being devoted to a masculine within us 
that is spacious, that is silent. So whatever is going on externally, whatever is happening, whoever is speaking, even if it's yourself, there is not this constant voice that you are following. The voice might come up. It stops very quickly, trust me, when you don't have allegiance to it and the thoughts become a lot emptier or they're conducive to something which supports the evolution of humanity and your soul instead of all the crap that you usually think about, right? So when you have that silence and spaciousness embodied, what it means is the tight fist of resistance that you experience When you are not getting what you want, when you are not feeling what you think you need to be feeling, when you are trying to fucking plan and control life when you have no fucking control, when you are trying to plan a conversation you're going to have, when when you've got to plan A, B and C because really at the core of it you don't want to die and you don't want to let go of your identity, that tight fist, the mind that is not even allowing you to sit back, relax, and go, oh, this feels good, right? Because the thing that I noticed the most when I started to embody silence wasn't that I could finally be with my pain, although I could, but the most astounding thing to me was that so often when I would breathe into my body and do the practices that I was learning, I'm like, wow, my life's really great. And when I'm not constantly in my mind, I can actually feel the love of the man next to me and my best friend. I can look up at the stars and receive them and the ocean. And I can be empty enough to be of service. And this is not another teacher telling you something that is making you change. Actually, I'm doing the fucking opposite because when you're feeling things, when you're resisting what's going on inside, it's because you think you need to be different. So silence is embodied non-resistance. Just take that in. You can be talking, you can be listening, you can be on your own, you can be at a party, you can be in the car, you can be in fucking Zimbabwe. You can experience silence at an embodied level anywhere when there is no one talking to you about who you should be, what you should say, how someone's going to take it, what's going to happen in the future, what happened in the past that proves this point. There's no argument for or against. That is analysing everything in your internal reality. And yes, it gets to feel good. Yes, business can feel good. Yes, relationship can feel good consistently. Yes, your lifestyle can feel fucking good. Everything can feel really good if you're actually here to feel it. And by virtue of the human experience, things are not going to feel, you can't look at the world and what's going on right now and feel blissful about that. I can't hear that my daughter's dog has been bitten by bees and she's freaking out 
And just knowing that I wasn't there for her in that moment, even though she's 20, I can't feel my heart breaking a little bit. I can't help that. And when I surrender into that and I just let myself feel that or when they're miles away from me in Bali, you know, when I was stuck in Bali and I didn't know if I could ever see them again, whatever you're experiencing, if you can't experience it, without the noisy mind that is trying to find a solution, trying to make lots of plans and is not allowing you to surrender into the spaciousness of whatever feeling that is, no matter what you manifest, no matter what vision you actualize, you're not even going to be here to receive it. So what is the authentically bodied woman, which is the theme today? She is a woman who knows that she has a needy little fucking princess and she loves that little princess. She knows she has an ice queen. She knows she has a bitch. She knows she has an overactive warrior. She knows that she has a snobby priestess. Whatever it is, she's got all of these parts and she's loving them and she's also seeing that all of these parts are also beautiful, that a needy little princess gets romanced and knows how to ask for what she needs. That her overactive warrior can assert boundaries and really go for it and express. That her ice queen maybe protects her sometimes, right? So all of these parts of you that are the sum of you, what would happen if you just fucking relaxed and let them be there? And I'm not saying to only act out of these parts or to even, maybe you won't even act out of them sometimes, right? Maybe you'll just feel it. And the fact that you're not badgering these parts of you lets the light of awareness to just shine on them and you go, okay, there that is. And then you just feel what's natural in that moment when you're aware of that and you're not in denial of that. If you are in denial of any parts of you, that means there's going to be a trying and it's the trying that brings the minding because then the mind is like, what am I supposed to say here? What am I meant to do there? So everyone take a nice deep breath. Bring your hands to your heart and close your eyes. And notice how the vibration of the breath connects you to your body. And let's just start by going, I'm okay. I'm a good woman. I'm a good woman. I'm not perfect and I'm not supposed to be. I, this soul incarnated into this body, into this duality to experience imperfection It's interesting. Get curious about yourself. Get curious about all of those parts, all of those feelings inside of you. And right now, actually just check it out. What are you feeling? And just feel it. And When the mind is chattering, notice it. Don't have allegiance to it. 
have allegiance to the spaciousness and silence that's holding whatever you're feeling that's right there, that's not resisting, that's just that presence we always want from a man, that stillness, that truth of beingness. You are fundamentally worthy right now of everything that you need and desire. And I want you to just take a look at the part of you that doesn't feel worthy doesn't feel worthy of love, maybe, or speaking out and claiming yourself as a leader. Doesn't feel worthy of money. Doesn't feel worthy of being taken care of. Whatever it is, just see the part of you that doesn't feel good enough. And just for a moment, instead of trying to fix her or transcend her, Just check her out. Just be with her. And take a deep breath. (sighs) Just keep breathing deeply. (sighs) So you check this part out that might not feel good enough. And what doesn't she feel good enough for? What isn't she worthy of? And then just outspread your arms a little and imagine that you're giving her a hug and you're embracing her and you're just letting her be there. You're not running stories about imposter syndrome or your self-worth wound or not being good enough, that you don't feel good enough. This is a part of your humanness. This is beautiful. Imagine a friend that you love so much and she's saying to you, I just, I don't feel good enough for that amount of money or I don't feel good enough to show up and voice what's inside I don't feel good enough for this love that I want or this man that I envision. I don't feel good enough for this career, this friendship, this sisterhood. And just hold her, just hold her. And instead of telling her, but you are good enough and trying to get her to be any different, just rock her, hold her close to your heart and say, everybody feels not good enough sometimes. It's okay. And just let yourself feel not good enough. And say sorry to that part of you. Say sorry to that maybe a little girl 
that doesn't feel good enough, all the pressure you've put on her to take a stand, be good enough, to know her worth, just say, you know what, I'm sorry. You're allowed to be there. You're allowed to be there. Sometimes life's scary. You're allowed to feel scared. And taking a deep breath as you outspread your arms and bring your hands up your spine. And as you breathe out, let go of the pressure to be perfect. Let go of the pressure to be anything other than who you are. Thanks for listening to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. For more great free resources, in-person and online workshops and our retreats, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Awakening Academy or visit embodiedawakeningacademy.com.